Hello, good morning, and welcome to episode 171 of Life Song Radio. I'm Jimmy Hicks along with Blake Shankle back for another edition, another week of the program. And uh, listen, last week, uh, before we, well, first of all, good morning, Blake. Good morning, Jimmy. How are you, sir? Just fine. And you? I'm doing good. Doing good. good. Doing real well. Excellent. Well, you know, last week you and I got together right here in your in your beautiful home, and we recorded an episode, and we wound up having technical difficulties that we didn't realize we were having while we were recording. So when I went to um, put the program together and uh, and edit, uh, it just uh, wound up not being quality and, you know, just unairable. So here we are again. Take two. Yeah, we want to present the listener with the best quality we can. So we uh, we will uh, do our best this time to try to get that quality uh, under control. And uh, That's right. you know what? It ought to be a better Bible study, I would think. Well, this is second. If we get anything wrong, it's our fault. Well, they won't know, Willie, really, if uh, we do get it wrong. Well, yeah. Anyway, how's your week been? <laughs> I mean, it's been a great week. It's been a spirit-filled week this week. Uh, it's been really busy. But, uh, man, uh, have I been blessed. Uh, able to go up and lead the leadership conference as far as the worship music up at the leadership conference at uh, First Baptist mm. this past week and had a great time with uh, uh, Pastor Chuck up there. Uh, they had a uh, Rabbi Greg from Macon, Georgia, and uh, Dr. Bartholomew Orr brought the message the last two nights, and uh, it's been a good week up there. You know what I saw that made me happy? What's that? That made me smile? Because I watched a couple of them yeah. from uh, on, on Facebook or YouTube, or not YouTube, but Facebook, right. uh, and uh, what made me happy was... I don't know if it was the last night or the night before. I think it was the last night I saw you getting down with old Alex Mashburn. Yeah, that was the last night. That made me smile. You, you know, big A. Yeah, I do. Big yeah. A. No, he can he can belt it, too, and we just had a great time with that. He's and, sweet, uh, man. I, I really like I Alex. Love, I love Alex. Alex is a good, good guy. Actually, you had old Randy up there beating on see, the drums. Yeah. Randy, we'll give a shout-out to all two of them. That's right. All two yeah. of them. <laughs> <laughs> they did a wonderful job. I'm so glad to have them up there. And, yeah. and, and just to be part of the talent up there at First Baptist and just to worship, you know, worship with other brothers and sisters in Christ. That's and, right. And so we had a great time. Thanks for asking. What about you? How was your week? It's good. It's good. Yeah. It's really busy. Really, really busy. Um, you know, I'm, I typically don't like busy. Uh, <laughs> for, well, let, let me let me go back and say, you know, and, and make the this is the second week that you and I have done this. Phil hasn't been with us either week, and Phil is busy too. We need to let everybody know he's chasing the man and chasing the money. And, and uh, the uh, children's classic, uh, he does a uh, children's classic. It comes out in the paper, and uh, he does it as a fundraiser for the Carl Perkins Child Abuse Prevention Center in Tipton County. Great thing. They raise, I mean, somewhere in the neighborhood of twenty, thirty thousand dollars 30000 a year. I mean, he's way, way helped to raise hundreds of thousands of dollars over the years for the Carl Perkins Center through this. Yeah, him and his dad both, right? Yeah, I mean, this his right. dad kind of started this, and then and his dad helps him. And uh, Phil has just—I uh, know he's—we've we've texted back and forth this week, and he's just as the week's going on, he's just worn out. I know yeah, he is. He and is. So uh, hopefully, he's getting some much needed rest, and we'll have him back next week. That's right. Uh, and so he can kind of uh, help us out on some of the audio issues too. I think he he has a little bit be- a better ear than I do. Well, but, it's, uh, it's his equipment. Th- this well, <laughs> yeah, it goes yes, but uh, but no, uh, uh, we miss Phil. Uh, he does a wonderful job. And that's a wonderful uh, charity or a wonderful uh, uh, right. organization that he helps out with. So that's right. 
Well, uh, where we where we've left off, uh, Blake, um, is uh, we're, we're we're of course in uh, Hebrews chapter eleven, and I hate that uh, we had problems last week, but I, I, I you know I do hate that Phil's not here with us. Phil, uh, this is since we've been doing this study in Hebrews well over a year now. One of the biggest reasons that Phil and I discussed this, and he really, really. Uh, wanted to study the book of Hebrews was for this chapter, mm. chapter 11, the Hall of Faith, uh, one of the greatest chapters on faith uh, in the entire Bible, and one of the greatest chapters, period, in the entire Bible. Right. And so I hate that he's not here with us for this study because I know he's got some great insight on it, uh, but we have, like you said, talked back and forth the last couple of weeks with him, and so so uh, he's here with us in spirit. Yep. Anyway, you got your Bible. I do. Uh, we can pick back up. We're in verse... What is it, verse 4, 6? I think we're in verse 5. Okay. Of chapter 11, verse 5, is because we're in Enoch now. Moved on past Abel, and I, I don't know what episode you aired last week. Uh, was the, the, it on the Abel? Yeah, it was. Okay, so yeah, so this should roll smoothly into it. So yeah, verse 5, chapter 11, let's start reading. By faith Enoch was translated that he should not see death, and he was not found because God had translated him. For before his translation, he had his testimony that he pleased God. But without faith, it is impossible to please him. For he that comes to God must believe that he is, and that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. And I'm going to stop right there and let's pray. Father God, we just thank you for today. We just thank you so much for your holiness, for your righteousness. Lord, for um, Lord, just the word of God. Lord, your word here, as we hold it in our hands, that we can see your attributes. We can see who you are and what you want us to be, and we just thank you for that. Lord, we, uh, we come to you right now, and we're asking you that you open our hearts. Uh, Father, for this word, may we rightly divide this word. May this word challenge us, challenge our listeners as well as we, as we study it and exposit it. Father, help us to do that. Help us to do that correctly. If it's something that we shouldn't say, please stop our mouths. You know, and we want to, we want to, we want to uh, give the truth out today, Father. And we just pray that the hearts that are listening to this, that they're they're open today and they receive this this wonderful message, Father, brought brought from you, Father. We thank you so much for your love. We thank you so much for Jesus Christ and for the blood that was shed upon the cross. Thank you so much. It's through Jesus I pray. Amen. 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 Well, oh Enoch here, Blake, Enoch. Um, had an interesting, uh, well, I mean, he had an interesting life, I'm sure, uh, but we know he had an interesting death. Uh, and, and I don't know that we can even say that he had an interesting, uh, call it death because he never really tasted death. He's one of the only two people in the entire Bible that never tasted death. The other one being, um, uh, Elijah. Elijah. Uh, so they were both taken up. Um, he's one of the most interesting characters in the Bible, like I, I can say. Yeah, this, uh, and I think we, as we get into it a little bit later, you know, there's very few times when, it, well, when, when Scripture uses the same word three times in it, in the same Scripture, in the same verse, we better listen up, yeah. right? I mean, you know, we, we see where Paul in Romans uses faith, I mean, throughout one verse, and, and when he uses that, it's time to listen up. Mm-hmm. So, so yeah, I mean, this, this, this cat, Enoch, we don't hear much about him. I mean, here, here we actually get the majority of, uh, well, this is, we see some good things that Enoch did, but where, where do you go back? And I mean, how, who, who was this Enoch, 
right? I mean, it, it, it's, it, it's not a story that we know very often. We actually have to go back to Genesis. Genesis chapter 5, and we'll read that here in just a few minutes. But a couple of high points or a couple of notable things about Enoch is he was the great granddaddy of Noah. He was the great granddaddy of Noah, and he lived a time during the time of uh, just this just this terrible global wickedness. Mm-hmm. But yet he was faithful. Mm-hmm. He was a man of faith, and so um, anyway, he was so faithful that he didn't taste death. And we'll talk about that. Uh, do you have the account in Genesis yeah, five? Yeah, Genesis chapter five. And it starts in verse 21, and it says, And Enoch lived sixty and five years and begat Methuselah. And Enoch walked with God after he begat Methuselah three hundred years and begat sons and daughters. And all the days of Enoch were three hundred sixty and five years. And Enoch walked with God, and he was not, for God took him. Pretty interesting. I mean, that's, that's basically all we get of who Enoch was. Yeah. And so, so to set the scene, and what we've been talking about over the past few weeks is, is um, you know, we've been talking about obviously the theme is faith, right? And and so we throughout Hebrews, we've gone through through Hebrews, or you guys have gone through Hebrews, and we've talked about um, how uh, uh, you know the the theme is, is that Jesus is is he's he's the better covenant, right? He's the better priest uh, with a better priesthood. He's the better sacrifice. He he's all these better things, and and we're and, and and we're talking, the, the writer's talking to these Jews, right? He's, he's, he's having this conversation with them, and, and, uh, and it really comes to, uh, to, uh, to a head in chapter 10, verse 38, right? It says, the just shall live by faith, right? So this is what he's, yeah. so we're in that. So, so then the writer comes down and says, look, I want to point to you in the scriptures here of how these Men that you look up to because you know the scriptures, you Jews, you know them. I want to point to how they lived. And it wasn't by doing things, but that they were made right with God. It was by faith. That's right. That's right. Yeah. So it's always been about faith. Yes, mm-hmm. it is. And we've seen it from Abel last time, right? We, we, we talked about Abel. We talked last time about the faith obedience of Abel, namely the obtaining of a witness from God that he was righteous, right? And so, so this week, we're, we're going to talk a little bit more. We're going to talk about Enoch, who exemplifies what another aspect. So we see, we see Abel and how he worshiped in faith. He brought the right sacrifice mm-hmm. in faith. And now this week, we're going to see how a man walks in faith. Well, and even before we get to that, talk about his life prior to uh, this point. And when you take the text that you just read, Enoch was 65 years old when he fathered Methuselah. Mm-hmm. And so and then it said that he began to walk with God after that point. So 65 years of his life, he spent not walking with God. Yeah. And then once Methuselah came along, so what was that that transpired? Uh, what made him walk with God? And a lot of that, I think, would be becoming a father. Uh, he lived, another interesting part of the text is he his life lasted 365 years. He lived 365 years. And, and people lived that long then. Why did people live so long then? That's a question I think that uh, that a lot of people uh, tackle today or a lot of people wonder why did people live so long uh, back in the early biblical days. And, and, and the part of it to answer the question, is, but without going real deep into it, a part of it was because when God created Adam, he created a perfect being. Adam was perfect. He was pure. 
And every generation from then, from Adam, has been a little bit less pure, a little bit less pure, a little bit less pure. And so lifespans have begun to be less and less and less. Absolutely. Up until Noah. And then he imposed that there was... I don't remember the age, but nobody was going to live, really long live lives, over uh, right. yeah, long lives after the flood. So, yeah, that's that's what we see. And uh, so we know that life was constantly from, from after the, the sin in the well, garden. Yeah, that's we right. Know life was steadily just not it was. Well, we know Methuselah lived for a long time. Right. With that, we, we always use the uh, colloquialism old as Methuselah. That's right. Right. So we know he lived a long time. But but sin was rampant in, in, in the world at this point. Hence why the flood came. Right. I mean, this, this this is leading up to the flood. And so this is not an easy time that Enoch's living in. Well, and think about this, too. Um, when we talk about long lives and, you know, God instituted uh, or, or said that people wouldn't have long, uh, long, longer lives at that point in time. Think about what happened prior to the flood, what was going on in the world prior to the flood and what happened to the world during the flood. I, I would venture to say that the world was. There was it was a lot, uh, even though it was infected with sin, it was probably not infected with bacteria and infections hmm. because it was created as a as a perfect pure place. And you know, of course, you know, people messed it up, but the world, the earth, had not seen rain and had not seen floods and things like that at that point. And I guarantee you, when a worldwide flood came, there was a whole lot of more bacteria in the earth. Once that flood, those floodwaters subsided. Yeah, the, the flood changed everything. Uh, yeah, I mean, absolutely. Changed. We, we can see the remnants of the flood today. Absolutely. So, yeah, that's a, that's an interesting fact there. Yeah. Um, I, I thought as I was studying this this past week, got to go back into it a little bit, Jimmy. And, and, and you know, God's word, there, there's orders, the, you know, there's specific orders in the word. And, and, there, and, we, and I think we need to pay attention to some of these orders. Uh, and, and what I mean is, is there's a reason why Abel is before Enoch and Enoch before Noah. And it's it's not necessarily a chronological order as I studied this. You know, um, it, it really, it's an outline of faith is what we see here. And so Abel is mentioned first. It's not because he was bef- born before Enoch and Noah, but because what is recorded of him in Genesis 4 is illustrated and demonstrated where the life of faith actually begins. You know, we discussed this a few weeks back when we were talking about Abel. And so in the like manner, we see Enoch come on the scene and he's referred to next, not because he's mentioned before Noah in the book, but because he was found what was found in him. So what must precede Noah's uh, Noah building the ark, all right, of, of, of acting in the faith must be a walk of faith. Right. So we see we see the revelation of faith through Abel. We see the walk of faith through Enoch. And then we're going to see how faith is accumulated in taking that step and actually doing what God has had us to do right Mm -hmm. in faith. And so does that make sense? Well, it does. Yeah. So each of the three men represent a distinct feature or aspect of the life of faith, and the order concerning them is important today, and it's an applicable to our lives as we walk with the Lord. So we, how do we we can apply this to our lives? So in Abel, we see faith's worship, right? In Enoch, we see faith's walk, and in Noah, we see faith's witness. Well, let's talk about that walk. 
Let's talk about that walk because the text says he walked with God. And walking with God, Enoch walked with God. What does that mean to walk with God? And really, you know, when you when you look at the text and you look at the context and you keep things in, in perspective and look at the words, walking with God was not knowing God. It wasn't not just knowing him. It wasn't just being saved. See, God didn't save us primarily to serve him. You see what I'm saying? So it wasn't just knowing walking with God. Wasn't just knowing God walking with God was having intimate fellowship with God was, was actually walking with him was, was a lifestyle of being with God all the time, every day, multiple times, uh, you know, all the time. That's, that's, that's what this walking with God means. Right. Exactly. And, and, and it's, he does it because, and it's a heart issue too. You know, it's not that he's walking with God and it's not the service. And, and, and you're exactly right. Uh, There's a, you know, we like to flip this order around a lot of times today, Jimmy. We, we flip it around of of service as, you know, as working and service. And then we, you know, and then, OK, you know, let, you know, not saying that it's not important that we should, you know, work for the Lord and service for the Lord. But 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 that should be the last thing we do. We, we must accumulate into faith first. Right. We need to have faith in the Lord. Then we need to walk with the Lord. Understand we walk with the Lord by reading the word. We, we walk daily and then then we can come into service for the Lord as well. Well, uh, well here's where we get it backwards and uh what we do is we is we is we say all right well um our service and our and our working for the lord brings glory to god all right makes god it pleases god it makes him happy with us well that's not true that's absolutely not true when we understand that that enjoying god and loving god and resting in his love for us when we do that that's that's where that's where our service comes out of our service for him it comes out of the of our resting in him mm. that's the biblical model that's the biblical way so so if we're if we're spending all all we're doing in our churches is making refugees out of our people if all we're doing is saying you you got to go out and you got to please God and you got to work for God in order f- to earn his love that's right. not true mm. It's it's we need to be teaching our people to love God and how to just rest in his love for us. When you do that, you you don't have to ask people to serve God. They're going to they're going to knock you over trying to get to it. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So we we turn it upside down. We turn this faith, but it's opposite. And, that, and, and, and it's shown here. Absolutely. As as far as Enoch's walk with God. And that's what we're talking about. You know, it must precede any service. Well, and, and, and listen, you know, in Micah six, Micah six talks about um the things that God really requires of, of us. And those are to act justly, to love mercy and to walk humbly with God. What does that mean Mm. to walk humbly with God? Well, what it means is every waking moment of your life, you're connected to him. Your hearts are intertwined. You are, you are seeking God's wisdom and, and will for every moment of your life. It's a lifestyle of, of just, just, just reaching out and, and talking to him and walking every day, every moment of every day, giving him praise and glory for everything. You step outside in the morning to go to work. If it's cold and, and, and it's so cold, your car don't, don't crank. You thank God and give him glory 
for it anyway because you're alive and you got a car to sit in. You see thankfully, what I'm saying? I do. I, I, we have got to find that's that's walking with God. Yeah, it is. It's 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 understanding that the Creator of the universe has given you the you know you don't we don't deserve any of this stuff. To be honest with you, we no. deserve death. And 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 look, and when we understand that that our sin uh, brings upon the wrath of God. And he's allowing us to walk another day here upon this beautiful earth, you know, mm-hmm. and, and to, you know, you sit, you stand back and you look back and say, thank you, God, for, you know, just just not taking me from my family. Thank you for this. You know, there's there's good things that we can see in everything, you know, and, and we need to walk with God. I mean, even in our troubled times, you know, even when the rain falls and the, and the thunder, thunder claps, it's God. He's there. You know, we just need to walk with him and and and, and be in him. We're, we're one with God. Right. And so. um that's and that's as a Christian, you know. If you're not if you're not born again, you can't walk with God. That's absolutely right. That's right. So that, and that's what we see in Enoch, right? Okay. So what happened? Let's go back. Genesis chapter five, right? We see Enoch here. He's living his life. He's living in a sinful world, right? Like you said, he has his son, and there's maybe something there. We don't know what happened, and it may have been something in his son. You know, like when you when you when you become a dad, your life you you start seeing life differently. I did. And so then we see him walking with God. We know that he turned his way around and he was reconciled to God. You know, uh, can two walk together except that they be agreed is what the scripture says. The, the term walk signifies a voluntary act, right. a steady advance. It's a progress in spiritual things. To walk with God imports a, imports a life surrendered to God. Well, and it was, and, and that's exactly right. And so, because he had that life, because he walked with God, and because he lived his life uh, walking with God that pleased God, his faith was pleasing to God. And so, God saw fit that, that Enoch not taste death. How amazing is that? Yeah, get down. That's right. This man didn't taste death at all. Imagine that, man. He's one of the only two people ever in the history of this world, in the history of creation, that never tasted death. Even God Himself. Tasted that's right. death. Gee, that's, mm. So there's something. So there's something significant about this. Thing. That's right. So we don't. We definitely don't need to skip over this fast. When somebody. When this is like I said. When the writer wrote this for a reason. Right. There's a. There's a reason he's writing being translated. Right. Mm-hmm. It, it, you know, for a reason. And so. So like you said, he didn't taste death. He didn't see it. He didn't. He. He was walking on on this this green earth. Down the street, whatever you want to say, and next thing you know, he's walking on the streets of gold. That's right. Boom, instant. Instantly. Mm, that's, and that's how the rapture's going to be. Yeah. May, look, look, I just, may we all have faith in Enoch. I mean, think about that. How much faith did Enoch have to please God in his everyday walk that God saw fit that this man would never taste death? I mean, we don't know a lot. We don't. All we can do is speculate. All we can do is is just have a conversation about it because we're not privy to a lot of information about Enoch. That's this right. Is, this is all we have. That's right. So, so that's right. But this man that, that we're not privy to it. But, but, but you're right. We. But there's a reason he's in here in this. He's in this hall of fame as you know, or the hall of faith, as most people say is. is so, so let's look at the word translated real quick. Let's, it, 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 according to the etymology. On this, the translated signifies to carry across, to bear up, to remove, to change from one place to another. So this at once brings to mind 
that that verse who has delivered us from the power of darkness and translated us into the kingdom of his dear son that's in Colossians 1 3 use the same word who has borne us bore us across carried us across right so it refers to the grand fact of the Christian's present standing in the state before God right this is I think we can see this apply this to our life when you become born again check this out you're translated you're translated from one state to another. Yeah. There's no there's no working for your faith. No. There's no uh there's no oh I've got to do this. I got to hit this benchmark. I've got to do this many deeds and I'm going to hit a tier of heaven, mm-hmm. right? There's no um uh, I I've got to tithe this much each week and then you know, I mean I'm going to a, a certain faith here on that, you know, a certain a de- denomination that 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 I know does this, but 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 we in our minds we do these things. Oh, if I just get this, you know, I'm going to I'm going to have that crown of glory, but that's not it. Listen, as soon as you believe in God and repent of your sins, you are saved. God saves you and you're translated. That's absolutely right. And see, God, God immediately looks at you. You go from being an enemy of God to being a son adopted into his family. He looks at you as if you're Jesus. He, he imputes the righteousness of Christ to us. There, there's no working for you. Can, you can't earn any more favor from God anymore throughout your life through serving him from the time you're saved. You've got all of the God that you're going to have, all the Jesus in you that you're going to have. Now, God begins to 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 f- conform you into the image of his son. He's obligated to do that through sanctification, but and he's making you look more and more like Christ. But even if you fall and fail, he still loves you and he still approves of you. You're not going to get any more approval from God any more than the first day that you're saved. Amen, too. Good, because we're going to fail. That's right. right. We're going to fail as Christians. That's what happens. And, and yep. so that that goes. All right. So so with that said, Jimmy, let's look at let's look at verse five again in, in, in Hebrews. Let's read it. as if, So with that in mind, with the Christian life in mind, by faith, Enoch was translated that he should not see death. So if we if we can apply that to our lives as a Christian, as a born again believer, you will not see. Yes, you're going to take there's going to be a physical death. Some of us, we may not. We may be translated like Enoch. If the, the rapture comes, we don't, I don't know. But let's just check this out and was not found because God had translated him. Who translated him? God. Who brought him from death to life? God. That's right. That's right. It, that's God. And so when you look at this spiritually, and, and I think that's where you're going yep. in our spiritual life, you know, when we when we look at that, what, what did he say in the garden? What did he tell Adam and me? You eat from the fruit of that tree. The moment you do it, you'll surely die. You know, but we know that he was speaking both physically and spiritually. Um, but but when we look at our spiritual life, if if right, you, you look at the verse, you look at the text, verse five again, by faith, he not was taken up so he would not see death. And that was because God took him up and he obtained witness that being taken up was pleasing to God. So if we're saved, if we're born again, we will, we, we, you know, God is pleased and we will not see spiritual death. Exactly. So death is is what? It's the wages of the sin, right? It's the wages of sin. It's the curse of the broken law. Okay, so we go back to the word see. I, and we're even just even doing word studies, and I'm just playing off of you here. He should he should not see death, or, or like you said, it is here's the force or taste of experience. He would he shouldn't experience so so Enoch was not to be overcome by death. And and so we know what death is. Like I said, it was the it's the wages of the sin, the curse of the broken law. So we we today are living in a world 
that's broken. Yep. We're living in a world today under God's righteous curse, and, and, and death is plainly stamped across everything yep. that we see in, in it. But when faith is an exercise, the soul is lifted above this scene, and its favored possessor is enabled to walk in a newness in life. And that's what God calls us to do. Yeah. He calls us to walk in a newness of life. As we saw when we, we, when we looked at the opening verse, uh, it's the nature of faith to bring near things future and to obtain proof and enjoyment of what is invisible to the natural sight. Well, that was in verse one, right? And we didn't, yeah. we didn't look at that, but we've been talking about it. So j- j- as we walk by faith, is the heart translated? Is it raised above this poor world? And then we experience the power of Christ, right? It's God who does this. When you know, it's it, we experience, like you said, we 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 constantly grow in that faith mm-hmm. as we as we have that faith. But 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 that's just, and then we can just exercise that power of Christ as He's come and filled you up. I, I listened to your sermon this past week, and it was good. You you had. You had done that glove, you know. It was a it was a sermon on a glove, and I, mm-hmm. I if you would have told me how you were going to do that at the beginning, I would have told you you're crazy. I can't believe you put an hour to that, but it but it turned out well, and 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 that glove can't move that book, and nobody's going to know what I'm talking about unless they heard it. But other than Crossway, <laughs> well, but, but, you can you can go to CrosswayTipton.org and click on media and podcast and get to last week's sermon. But anyway, I don't know where I was going with that. <laughs> but I was going to go back to your sermon of the power of Christ is, yeah. is let him come in. He's going to come in and fill you up. That's right. And, 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 and how do we get through this sinful world? You know, people say all the time, you know, we have these massacres and all. As Christians, we can cope with these things. We should be able to cope with these things because we have the power of Christ in us. That's right. But say there's Christians who, don't, who aren't, and that was the point of the sermon, there's Christians who aren't able to cope with things, do have Christ in them, but what they lack is Christ being formed in them and Christ actually working in their life. So Christ in you, a Christ, Christ being in you and, and not formed in you. It's just like a, it's like a fist in the glove. What is that fist in the glove going to do? You got Christ. Your, 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 your hand is in the glove, but you can't pick anything up because it's in a fist. So it's, it's only when Christ is formed in you and that, and that is through obedience and that is through, you know, reading his word and walking with him and being close to him and talking to him. That's the only way Christ is going to be formed in you. And that's the only way you're going to have true victory. Well, man, let me, let me, uh, I don't want to jump to the next verse. Uh, because it's such a big verse that that deserves that one verse, verse six deserves a whole show dedicated to itself. And I'll read it. I'll read it. And we're going to do this next week without faith. It is impossible to please him for he who comes to God must believe that he is, uh, believe that he is, and that he is a rewarder of those who seek him. Mm. And so that there, there's a lot in that text. There's a lot that we need to to give an entire show to. And so um, we'll wait. You know, it'll be good for Frill to be here and be a part of that conversation, too, next week. Sounds good. So let me ask you something, uh, Blake. How, How can I know, if I'm listening, how can I know that I have faith like Enoch? How can you have faith like Enoch? The Bible tells us to believe and repent. And so... We've, we got to examine our lives, right? I, I, I had a, a sermon this past week to some of the middle schoolers, and, and, and um, it hit really hard. And I said, well, well, how do you know, how are we supposed to know that you're a Christian? Where does, is, is it because you prayed a prayer at one time? Is it because you got baptized? Is it because you go to church each Sunday morning? 
Listen, it ain't because of that. It's not because I said a prayer one time. We're saved through faith alone. See, faith comes through hearing and hearing through the Word of God. So what I would say is we need to examine our lives against the Scriptures. And so if you're listening today and you say, well, how do I know if I need How do I know if I have faith? Well, look at your life. Is your life fruitful for Christ? Does your life imitate Christ today? You know, and I'm not saying that we're not. I'm not saying by no means. Walk, I'm not saying working for your salvation at all. But 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 if you're if you're putting on Christ, if you have faith in Christ, you're going to live like Christ. But 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 God says, I, I will come in and save you if you believe upon me and you repent of those sins. I am faithful to come in and I'm going to save you. If we look at Enoch's life, if we look at, at what we know of his life, we know he walked with God. And part of that walking is trusting. And, and it reminds me of, um, of an illustration uh, to talk about faith and, and the faith, the trust that comes along with that. Uh, there was a father and a son who were home one night. Mom wasn't there and the father and the son were there. And the house caught on fire. The house caught on fire. So they ran upstairs. They were forced to, to run up the stairs. And when they got there, they, they climbed out onto the roof. And the father climbed on down. The son was on the roof, smoke billowing out of the, of the house, out of the windows. And the father screams to the son. He says, jump, jump. I'll catch you. And the son says, I can't see you, Dad. I can't see you. I don't know where to jump. I can't see you. He said, that's okay. I can see you. And that's all that matters. That's trust. That's trust. And so do you trust God today? Do you have that type of trust that you can't see God with your physical eyes, but he can see you so you can trust him with 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 your life? You can trust him. And, and if you trust him with your life, that means you also trust him with with death and trust that you won't see a you'll see a physical death, but you won't see a spiritual death. Mm. Amen. That's good stuff. It is good stuff. Yeah. Amen. Exam, I just examine your life today. I mean, there's going to be questions. Yeah. I mean, I've questions. I've, I've, you know, it always comes up of how do I know I'm saved? Well, I don't know if you're saved or not. I can't say that. You know, that's between you and God. It's a hard. I mean, examine your life. Listen, if you question that today, if you say I, I just don't know, Blake. I mean, I, I, I thought I did this. Well, just open your Bible. Yeah. And, and and pray and allow God to open your heart to it. And He's going He's going to speak to you through His Word. It, 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 I, I almost guarantee it's not going to be an audible. God really doesn't. I don't believe he communicates that way anymore. I'm not saying he can, but but he he's already communicated. That's right. It's in the book of the. It's in it's in his word and 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 let's go back to it. Let's let's not forsake what we have right now, listener. Let's let's look actively take hold of the word of God. Apply it to your life today, and I promise you, if you dig into it and you practice good studying skills. He's going to change your life. Oh, absolutely. Listen, you're going to you're going to pray, you're going to walk. I promise you you will walk in faith every day at that point. We don't realize the true treasure we have in having the word of God. That is an active living word that that we have today and we forsake it mm. so much because we're looking for a for an audible God speak to me now and he's saying I've spoken to you for 1500 years and recorded it with 40 different authors over 1500 years just crack it open if you want to hear from God if you want to hear from God 
just open his Bible and begin reading. Absolutely. I know we're just kind of bouncing back and forth here, Jimmy, and I don't know where we're at on time, but it, it doesn't matter. Um, you know, I was reading, I, one thing I, I didn't even get through on verse 5 is, I was reading here for before his translation, he had a testimony that he pleased God. What's your testimony today? What, what's your testimony? Can, 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 can people see your testimony today? Can they see your life lived out for, the, for God? I mean, here's the thing. If you call yourself a Christian today and you're living like the world, nobody can tell the difference between you and the world. It's a really good chance that you don't know God. And that's hard words to hear, but I, look, I, I want you to know the truth. I want, I want you, I, 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 that, that's my biggest thing is to tell the truth of it. And this, this, listen, there's one or two ways. There's one, you're going one or two places, and, and it's either you're going to face the wrath of God or you're going to be, be, be caught up in heaven with Him. And, and I want you to be there with heaven with me and, and Jimmy and, and all my other brothers and sisters. And, and so just, just examine your life. Do, do you have a testimony? Are you living like the world? If so, repent of your sins, believe in Christ, believe that what He did upon the cross. And we're entering Easter time. Man, this, this is a wonderful time of the year. That's right, absolutely. It, and, and, and no better time to reflect upon what Christ has done in our lives. That's right. And, and, and the Word says, call out, call out on His name and you will be saved. Mm, what a promise. So call out to Him today. Call out to Let's him. Just get alone with God and, ha- and call out to him. And confess with your mouth that you're a sinner. Tell him you're a sinner today. And uh, call out upon his name and tell, ask him to save you. And his word says that you will be saved. You will be washed clean. Your sins will be as white as snow. Mm. Man, that's a, that's a heck of a promise. And God God makes so many promises to us in his word. So just open it up. That's that's my biggest message through today. Yes. Grow yes. your faith. How do you have the faith of Enoch? You walk with God. And one of the ways about walking with God, one of the ways to walk with Christ is to read his word. Yes. That's it. I like it. All right, folks. Well, listen, lifesongradio.com is the uh, is our is our website. You can go back and you can listen to the program. You can listen to past episodes of the program to get caught up. Uh, you can you can do a lot. You can send us emails. You can uh, ask us to pray for you. You can do a lot of things uh, at lifesongradio.com. We have some uh, some um, some resources there available to you to help you study, uh, to help you follow along with us uh, in Hebrews, but uh, other places to help you find some good ways to study the Word of God uh, as we run up on places. We try to share that with you because uh, it just does does us no good just to have it. You know, we want you to yeah. to be able to study study as well. So, any final words, Blake? No, I, we're good, man. I tell you what, to the listeners, if you see me out on the street, stop me. I got a gift for you. I want, I want to give you something. Just 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 say, Blake, man, I heard you got a gift because uh, I, you know, it's nice to know who's listening and and, and who's getting uh, uh you know from this because I, I really don't know how many people are, are listening. To this. I, I sure hope a lot of people are and getting something out of it. Let us know how you feel. Let us know, you know, mm-hmm. are you getting something from? It? It'd be nice to, to to hear a little testimony from it as well. But uh, that's right. But anyway, um, I want to thank you for listening again today, and and yeah. I pray that your you know your week is blessed, and we'll you know catch back up with you next week. Uh, unfor- yeah, unfortunately. Uh, um, Phil will be back next week. Yeah, that sucker. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, we thank you for listening again today. And uh, let's pray and, and we'll close. Father, God, thank you so much for, for loving us. Thank you that while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. 
And, and God, I just pray that every listener listening right now that resonates in their heart, God, I pray that the power of the Holy Spirit would would open their eyes to the truth of that, that while we were still sinners, Christ loved us so much that he gave his life for all those that would believe. Lord, I pray that people will believe right now. I pray that you use this radio ministry to open the hearts and eyes of people and they will repent of their sin and you will grant them faith today. That's that's my biggest wish and my biggest prayer, Lord, is that you would grant faith and repentance through the hearing of your gospel today. God, may we all be like Enoch. May we all spend our days, the majority of our days, walking with you and spending time with you and and, and, and reaching out and and, 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 and and calling on your name, not just in any time of need, but just when, just to praise you for who you are praise you for what you've done in our life lord i pray that our listeners even even those that are saved that are listening right now uh god i pray that they would spend their days praising you and walking with you just like enoch lord we we love you we give you all the honor all the praise and the one thing that you ask for above all else the one thing that you demand above everything else and that is all the glory it's in the mighty and powerful name of jesus that we pray amen amen